Quick Goal, the official goal of soccer, presents Quick Chat, a quick-hitting interview series with some of the top people from around the soccer world. We discover how coaches got to their position and advice they give to a younger self. Welcome to Quick Chat. All right, hello, everyone. On today with us is Clint P.A., former teammate, um, turned coach, now at the professional level. Welcome, Coach P.A. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me, Eric. Talk us through how you got to where you are today as head coach of New England Revolution 2. Yeah, it's a little bit of a long winding journey, as probably it is with a lot of coaches. Um, obviously, I played all my life, obviously. Um, when I was finishing up being a pro, I told myself I wanted to do something outside of soccer. So I joined the world of uh, the financial world, and I was working for Morgan Stanley in a little cubicle. And I quickly realized that uh, that life wasn't for me. Uh, I missed being on the field. So I started to coach at the youth level, as, as many do. Um, slowly worked my way through that to being a college coach, uh, first an assistant, and then uh, a head coach. Um, and then from there, was given a great opportunity to work with U.S. soccer with the under-17 national team at the time, who was headed up by head coach Richie Williams. Uh, as you know, a former uh, UVA player and alum as well. So great experience there. Um, went on working with U.S. soccer as a technical advisor and then was uh, given the opportunity to become a youth national team coach, head coach for myself for the U14s and then the U15s. Um, and then from there, uh, sort of bopped around with U.S. soccer for another year and a half as I did that and then this opportunity popped up and I thought it fit right in my wheelhouse development, uh, something I, I really love and enjoy. Um, introduction to the professional realm, which I was looking for eventually. And, you know, that's been kind of where I've gotten to this point. And we've had one season so far in the USL League One and, um, you know, Revs 2 has been a great organization from the start. Your experiences uh, at the, we'll just go straight to the college level, to the youth national team level, and now to the pros. Um, kind of expand a little bit on what the biggest differences are at each different level. Yeah, look, at the college level, um, it's all about recruiting, 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 recruiting. And as a coach, because of the condensed season, uh, you spend less time being able to really formalize a real plan of how you want to play and do things. And it's almost about just getting to the next game. Uh, so, so from a coach perspective, I think you leave a lot on the table that you, you, you really can't address as well as you'd like. Um, and you don't have, depending on the school you're at, you know, the players you can get will vary um, based on the, rigors of the school and who wants to go there, et cetera. So there's a challenge. When you go to the national team and you say, hey, you want to play for the youth national team? Everyone says, yeah, I'm in. Right, <laughs> so right. now you're working with quality players who are ambitious, motivated. Um, and that experience, you know, from a staffing standpoint, you know, you've got staff to help you with every aspect of the training, the planning, et cetera. So it becomes a, a real sort of professional environment uh, the, the challenges there that are a little different is that you have little windows 
to work with these players and your players aren't always the same. So mm-hmm. that becomes a little bit of a challenge when you think about developing a team because really what you're doing is develop individuals in a pool to kind of keep pushing through the system, especially at the ages I was working with, the younger ages. Mm-hmm. Now here at Revs 2, it kind of bridges that gap from that youth player to a full-on pro. And um, I think for me, this is sort of a, a sweet spot right now for me, my career, um, doing what I love in terms of trying to get better as a coach, but also develop young players in trying to reach their potential. And so refs too, the difference is, again, hungry players, guys who want to be pros, uh, but you also have some guys who've got a little bit of experience and capability and, and are close to being that, uh, you know, close to being that, I wouldn't call it finished product, but a guy who can make that leap to the next level. What's your interaction with the first team staff, with Bruce and Richie and all those guys? How, how does that work there? We communicate uh, probably at least weekly with, with just updates on players. Um, certainly Bruce and his staff are watching our games, I'm watching their games, I'm watching their training sessions. Uh, you know, in terms of a overall philosophy, uh, the way we work it at Revs is from Revs 2 down is kind of like the overarching sort of style and philosophy. And for Revs 1, it's a little bit more about winning, obviously. So uh, we don't necessarily track exactly the way they do in terms of how we want to play and how we want to do things. But Right. The, the interaction about players and where they be, should be positioned and, you know, what, what we can do to get the most out of them, all those conversations are, are happening. Right. So you, you talked uh, uh, about how you got there. What, um, what role did coaching licensing uh, play in, in, your, uh, in how you got to where you are? Yeah, well, it, it's changed a lot. I mean, I was part of the process when the U.S. soccer has changed all the coaching licenses. But prior to that, uh, being a pro, uh, you instantly sort of jumped to, to taking the B course. And I was lucky enough to take the B course at D.C. United when I was playing and got my badge there. And then probably soon after I finished, I, I did the A course down in Florida, you know, the week-long course you would do back in the day. And now things have changed quite a bit, but I've also taken the director's course, which is, I think, for youth coaches, uh, an invaluable experience. Um, it's over the course of months, uh, different modules that they do. You get together for a week at a time, and you've got an international experience. And I, I thought that was tremendous. So I think the badges are, are great and certainly don't feel like I've, I've finished. I'd love to go on and get a UEFA license as well, eventually. Excellent. Is there a, a kind of... Uh... A, a best experience, a top moment in your coaching career. What What is that uh, that experience? I think for me right now, I'm living it. Um, just being a professional coach, it's been a dream of mine. Being in an environment where you have the support to do what you want to do um, and sort of no restrictions, right? You, you, you can – I've got the freedom to kind of create – the, our game model and our, our curriculum. And so I think for me right now is, is probably the best experience being at Revs too. Um, sort of brings everything that I've been working towards together. Right. Um, is, has there been a low point that you, <laughs> that you would talk about? 
pretty late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, sure. I, I think my first head coaching job at the collegiate level um, was probably a low point. Uh, you know, for myself, uh, still a bit green and inexperienced and uh, probably, you know, didn't approach it the right way. And I could have, I think I could have done better to service the program and service the players while I was there. In those numerous stops, whether it be the national team, the college players, the, the pros that you're working with now, is there one guy, one player that stood out above all the rest as the best that you've had the, uh, the opportunity to coach? Wow. Yeah, I mean, working with the youth national teams, obviously you, you see the generation we have now of young talent. So uh, whether it be directly as a head coach or as an assistant coach, you know, I've worked with a lot of these young guys now. So Christian Polistic obviously is a guy who stands out that I've worked with a little bit. Tyler Adams, um, Chris Richards. I mean, you know, Weston McKenney. Like these are all guys I've, I've touched a little bit. Um, so, but – Specifically for me, Caden Clark's a guy. He's he's an exciting guy for me because he was one of my guys when I was a head coach of the youth national team, and I know he's he's done extremely well for himself. So I'm I'm excited to see Caden Clark at Red Bull really really take off. Right. Um, is there uh, you know maybe you're doing it now, maybe you did it um, along the way, um, a specific training game. Um, that is kind of your go-to, hey, I love this game because of what it demands of my players or, or, or asks of the players. Is there one specific game that you, you always have up your sleeve? Yeah, I mean, obviously there's, there's different games for different scenarios, but, you know, one of the things we love to do as like a little three-team rondo, we'll, we'll bring out three or six, excuse me, six mini goals. So there's a transition piece. So you've got three teams, three zones, one team in the middle starts and they go to the, either the left side or the right side. And it's a little 5v2, 7v2, whatever the, your numbers are. And around the outside of that are three mini goals that we use. Um, so there's a transition piece if the defending group wins it, they can score. If the attackers win it back without the ball leaving the grid, they can keep it. So they've got a transition piece to deal with. And then obviously the team that starts the five versus the two, if they get, I don't know, eight passes, they've got to hit it over the middle channel to the other group who's waiting. So I think that's a fun game. The kids like it. Um, it works on a lot of different aspects. There's possession, there's transition. Uh, you know, you, you start working on perception about seeing the next play, all those things. Nice, nice. Um, now, do you vary the size of the grids there? Do you change that up or is it pretty constant? Uh, we can vary the size of the grids depending on our numbers. Um, obviously, we're using flat disc in the middle so the ball can run across the, the zone. And, and around the outside, we use the flat disc as well. And um, that, that distance in the middle can change based on what we're looking for, if we want it to be a longer pass or whatever. So th those things will vary. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Um, this has been great. Now, go back to the younger Clint P.A., what advice would you give that guy growing up as a teenager in Maryland? Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> there's, there's two things probably that stick out. And, and one is I would say sort of the, the physical preparation as a player. Uh, what kids do now to what we did back then in terms of diet, nutrition, 
strength training, stretching, all, all those things make a big difference in your longevity. You know, I was a guy sort of plagued with injuries. And so I think that would have helped me along the way. And the other piece is, I wish we had the opportunities. Maybe this is not something I could have done exactly, but to be able to go and have that experience overseas as a young player, right. even if it was just a trial. Uh, I wish I could have somehow manufactured that. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I guess we can only look at it as uh, <laughs> we were the test case generation, right? That's right. Uh, I was. I was talking. To, I don't know who it was recently, and that 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 same thing came up. Is you know, wish we could have, wish we would have had the opportunity to, um, and now that door is wide open. So. Um, great for our young players. Great that you've been able to touch a lot of those players that are making, you know, making a name for themselves on the, on the world stage. So perfect. Um, Coach B.A., thank you for your time. Awesome. Great catching up with you. Great seeing you. All the best up there in New England. And uh, we'll talk at some point down the road. Awesome. Really enjoyed it, Eric. Thanks. All right. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.